Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Bengals Live. Let's talk football. On the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Let's talk football. Presented by Bud Light, live at the Holy Grail. Brought to you by Bud Light, famous among friends. The Holy Grail, Cincinnati's home for sports. Touchdown, Bengals! On the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. And away we go, hour number two from the Holy Grail Banks. It is Bengals Line, presented by Bud Light, Lance McAllister, Dave Lapham. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Big thanks to Alex Erickson, who is our first-hour guest. We'll get to our second-hour guest in just a second, Dave, but let's go to the hotline. Always a pleasure to have our next guest check in by phone. He's the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. He is Marvin Lewis. Coach, good evening. Hello, how are you? We are well. Uh, We've talked to the players about what they did during the bye week. What does a head coach get to do during the bye week, if anything? Well, we got a chance to, to take some time and take a look at us and take a look at different trends and so forth around the league and uh, and uh, get refocused and retooled, ready to go. And uh, had had some time to, to lick some wounds a little bit, Coach. You know, a couple few guys had uh, nothing major, no, no nothing, you know, that time won't heal as such. So to have that extra time may have helped a few guys. Yeah, I think, it, you know, it uh, – Obviously, we had some guys who got banged up in the last game, so there's opportunity for us to, to hopefully get most of them back. Coach, we just talked with uh, Alex Erickson, who was on the stage with us in the first hour. Um, another one of those finds through your guys' ability to scout and mine talents as an undrafted free agent. Uh, are you pleased with the progress into year number two by Alex? Yeah, we're very pleased with Alex and everything he does. And, uh, you know, he just keeps getting better. Coach, now in this hour, from the 7 to 8 o'clock hour, we have a linebacker who I think is playing phenomenal football. And you, you mentioned a lot of times that the growth uh, from year one to year two is always a, is always a factor to monitor. And, and I think Nick Vigil has really grown from year one to year two. What's your assessment of how Nick's done for the football yeah, team? Nick, Nick has really, you know, he's played well for us and uh, continues to, to understand, I think, the ins and outs of the opponent and being able to apply him uh, very well, which is great. Coach, what jumps out when you uh, look ahead of those Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday? Well, you know, they, even though it, it's a, to the naked eye or whatever, to the outcome of a couple of their games, you would think they're they're not playing as well on defense. And, and contrary to that, they are playing very well. They have had a couple of runs that have busted, but for the most part, uh, they're playing very, very sound, uh, not giving up many plays in the passing game, still putting applying pressure on the quarterback. And, uh, you know, they had a game with a lot of turnovers. But other than that, they've basically taken care of the football very well all season. So uh, it's going to be one of those, uh, you know, nip and tuck games. We've got to go play very, very good football and, uh, and do a great job of not giving up explosive plays and, and make some on our side. Coach, I was watching that game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and, I mean, I'm seeing them run duo and power, you know, and counter. I mean, DeCastro pulled about 100,000 times, it looked like to me. I mean, they're not, they, they don't run that many plays, do they? They just execute. No, they're just going to continue to execute them. They're going to, you know, format them different ways with uh, different people, different formations, different personnel, and you're going to have to do a great job of uh, 
of being able to stay square at the line of scrimmage and, and tackle the runner. Which we mentioned earlier in the, the show about the news today, so the one-year contract extension for Clark Harris. Long snappers at times maybe get lost in the shuffle, but, man, he, he's been rock solid for you guys, hasn't he? Yes, Clark's been a very steady performer here and uh, since we acquired him, and uh, he's done a great job, and he's great for the football team, and, uh, you know, he keeps, uh, he kind of, you know, settles one of the spots as the football team moves forward. And uh, another guy, Hardy Nickerson, gets signed from the practice squad to the 53-man roster, and uh, you're, you're awfully familiar with the Nickerson family, so that has to be a, a good sight for you. Yeah, well, it gives us another opportunity for uh, to get another guy up and running, particularly on special teams, and uh, to be a backup on defense and uh, kind of give some relief in some of the areas where we've been uh, uh, guys have been stepping up and doing a little bit more. Coach, we want to thank you for carving time. I know uh, you've uh, you've got something something cooking here for the Pittsburgh Steelers for sure. <laughs> I know that I know it, I know it means a lot to you being a McDonald, Pennsylvania guy. So. Hopefully uh, we go to go to Pittsburgh and play a great football game. Yeah, it means a lot to all of us. It's a big football game for us, and a division game, and a good opportunity for us to get back in the division race. Absolutely, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Together, good all one. right, thank you. All right, Marvin Lewis checking in by phone tonight. Let's yes. welcome in our special guest on the stage. We're just an hour ago, Alex Erickson sat here and said, That's when you right. watch the tape, you see 59, He's 59, everywhere. 59. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He is the second-year linebacker out of Utah State, number 59. Nick Vigil, everybody. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, I, I think I might have mentioned this to you when you were a rookie, but there was a 59 for the Pittsburgh Steelers that I played against by the name of Jack Ham. And, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, put the cart <laughs> before the horse or jinx you and your career and all that, but you have a lot of similarity. The way I watch you play and the way I've prepared in watching Jack Ham play, you guys have a lot of similarities. He was outstanding in coverage, outstanding. There wasn't anybody any better. He came from linebacker U, Penn State, and uh, you know, he, but he was an excellent blitzer. You know, complete linebacker. I think you guys wear the same number, and I think the similarities go a lot further than that. I, you, you're playing, <laughs> you're playing really good football. Do you feel good about the way things are going? Yeah, I feel good so far. Um, I think we're playing well as a defense. You know, this to, at this point in the season, um, but we got a big game coming up this week, and we got to continue to play well. So. No doubt, Jack Ham's former team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. You uh, you got a lot of snaps, a lot a lot of opportunities the last three games of last season. How big was that experience, those moments, to carry into the offseason and into this season? Yeah, that was huge. Um, like I've always said, in this league, I think it's a lot about getting the reps. And if you can get the reps, you can kind of understand the speed of the game and how yeah. things happen and how offenses work. And uh, just getting that experience late in the year last year helped me out a lot moving forward this year. What you do real well is uh, leverage, you know, and by leverage – you know, there's de leverage is, is a multiple uh, definition for football, leveraging, you know, a guy to tackle with another teammate and all that. But you're, uh, what I'm talking about, linebacker, leverage, getting your lower, your pad level lower than the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the offensive lineman, getting your hands on him before he can get his hands on you, those kind of things. Do you feel like uh, that's a big strength of your game? Yeah, uh, that's something that we work on a lot as linebackers is, you know, getting under the offensive lineman because – and keeping their hands off you because you know if they get their hands on you, you're not going anywhere. They're going to hold and <laughs> grab. Like big and, bears, huh? Uh huh. They're just going to. They're <laughs> never going to let go. So that's something you got to work on and uh, and get better at. So. What did you do during the bye? Uh, I went elk hunting. Did you? So oh. I went back to Utah. Yeah, it was the elk hunt in Utah. Did you get one? I didn't. I didn't get one. So I went and did that, and then uh, I went and watched my little brother uh, had a little playoff game. He plays little league football. 
So uh, I went and watched him. They lost, unfortunately. Really? He had a touchdown, though, so he played good. There you nice. go. Uh, went and did that, and then uh, went and watched the Utah State uh, play against good. Wyoming. So. Well, you caught a lot of stuff, then. You had yeah, a big weekend. Yeah, I was weekend. able to do a bunch of stuff. It big was fun. Weekend. It was a good weekend. So your parents probably came to the Buffalo game because your brother uh, <laughs> was on the Buffalo Bills practice squad. Did he travel out to Cincinnati? Were you able to have a big reunion as such? Yeah, or? he did travel. So good. he came out. They let him come out. Uh, we went to dinner, you know, got a visit with uh, – with him and then talked to him before the game and after, so that was good. And your parents were, were there for dinner and everything, No, too? they actually didn't come to this one. Oh, they didn't make no, it? They, no, they went out when we played Washington in the preseason. Okay, yeah. And then they've got some games they're coming out to they've already bought flights for and all that, so, yeah, That's they'll be cool. out to a couple different ones. That's cool. Yeah. I know uh, Tyler Eifert's a big hunter. Have you have you been hunting with any other teammates since uh, you've been in the league? I have not to this point, so hopefully I do one of you day. Yeah. So are you all – are you a bow hunter? Are you guns or guns? I use, I guns. hunt with a rifle. I want us I want to start bow hunting, but I just haven't yet. So maybe one of these days. Man. Yeah. Bow hunting's crazy, I bet. Yeah, it is. You don't want to miss. You know, just get them <laughs> mad. It's not good. Yeah. Guys, let's take a quick time out and we'll get uh, we'll get back on track here. Our second segment coming up with Nick Vigil, our special guest in hour number two. Bengals line presented by Bud Light from the Holy Grail Banks so on the first Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and News Radio 700 WLW. Seven eighteen on News Radio 700 WLW, the first Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. This is Bengals line. We do it from the Holy Grail Banks. Presented by Bud Light. We do it every Monday night from 6 to 9 o'clock. Dave Lapham, Lance McAllister. Our special guest is Nick Vigil. Yes, it is. And uh, Bengals Kids Club, the Cincinnati Children's Bengals Kids Club, presented by IHOP and College Advantage, is back for another season. Make sure your young Bengals fan is part of the club by visiting Bengals.com slash Kids Club. Nick, what has the return of uh, Bontez perfect to that uh, linebacking core meant for you guys? That's been huge. I mean, I think you've seen it in the last couple weeks, uh, and especially last week, the way that he played. Uh, he was all over the field making plays, getting a sack, tackles for loss. Um, he's, I mean, he means a lot to this team and, and, and to that defensive unit. So, We were talking uh, more than once about the fact that his film study and, uh, you know, his overall instincts and intuitiveness to football – He'll call the plays out, you know, oh, yeah. and, I, and I used to hate a linebacker. You know, Chris Spielman would do it, line up, get in the three-point stance, and he'd call the play. He said, it's coming to four-hole. I'm like, can you check it? Please audible, you know, <laughs> they know where it's going. And, I mean, and, and he did it a high. I'm talking, you know, like 90%, 95% of the time, yeah. the dude would call the run, particularly the run. He'd say, you know, he'd say, oh, they're throwing it, all that. But he'd call where it was going. It's like, man. And Vontez is that kind of guy, isn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, we in practice we'll be we'll be out there offensive motion, and he'll call out what the route concept is. Is that right? It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. Or when they come out, line up a certain way, he knows he knows what what route you're gonna get out of it. It's wow. It's pretty amazing how smart he is. That's a coach on the field, there, yeah. isn't it? Big yeah. time. It's awesome. He um he continues to speak very highly of you. He wanted to give you the game ball yeah. after the Browns game. That must mean a lot. Yeah, that, that's cool. Uh, I think uh, we're, we're starting to you know the more we've played together throughout this off season. Uh, being able to work together, it's, uh, it's, you know, we're starting to understand how each other plays and being able to play off each other and kind of know where each other's at, so it's been good. Yeah. You know, you, you're a contributor on special teams as well, and it's got to be tough, like Vontez was talking about up there in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You're running down, covering a kick, then you got to stay on the field and play defense. You know, I mean, it's, you know, you got to you got to catch your second win pretty fast, so you have to be in pretty darn good shape cardiovascularly, don't you? Yeah, that's uh, that's 
that's something that I've always felt like I've been pretty good at is being in pretty good shape. And I'm, I'm a little bit smaller linebacker than most, so I think it's a little bit easier for me. What did you do? Oh, go ahead, Dave. Well, I, we talked about, you mentioned smaller linebacker, but we talked about in the, uh, in the sub packages, the nickel packages, mm-hmm. you're the one that draws the tough, the short, not short straw, I shouldn't say, but you're the guy that, that Shady McCoy, okay, well, Nick's got him coming out of the backfield. Now Le'Veon Bell this week, mm-hmm. all right, Nick's got him coming out of the backfield. Major challenges. I mean, these guys run routes like receivers in space. They'll make you miss. I mean, real big challenges, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't see many guys like that, especially in back-to-back weeks like, uh, you know, LaShawn McCoy and Le'Veon Bell. They're two of the best all-around running backs in the NFL. They, they run routes well. They can Their jump cuts are unbelievable. Uh, they run hard, physical. They got good vision. Um, and so that's, yeah. Good players. Yeah, no doubt. After you uh, you experienced your rookie season, as you got to the off season, w- did you have a goal in mind for what you wanted to do with your body in terms of reshaping it or doing things differently after a year under your belt? Um, I, I you know I thought I was in pretty good pretty good shape, kind of where I wanted to be last year. Um, I felt like I was big enough, uh, you know, you know, fast enough. Uh, maybe get a little stronger, put on a little bit of strength. I think you can always be stronger, especially in this league. Yeah. That's something that you can't, you know, lack. You'll get beat up pretty good. Yeah. So <laughs> So did the bye week come at a good time for you? I know, you know, some of you, Andy Dalton had the, the ankle that was a little bit gimpy. Mm-hmm. Adam Jones, you know, a little bit of a back issue. Uh, Drake or Patrick with the shoulder. I mean, guys had some time to uh, lick some wounds. Did you, uh, were you okay? I mean, there's obviously you're, more than a month into the regular season, you're not going to be 100%. Yeah. Um, but did that week help you at, at your age, the way you can recover? Do you feel a lot better now than you would have been if you didn't have the bye? Oh, yeah. I think the bye week helps everybody. Uh, it helps you mentally, physically, especially letting your body heal up a little bit. Uh, you feel, you know, we're out there on the practice field today, and you just feel like you got a little more energy. Uh, your legs Pep are feeling better. Yeah, not everything's hurting. You know, your back and your knees. So I, that, I think that was huge for us. Right. With uh, with all the bodies being rotated through on that defensive line and the and the, the impact it's having from from your standpoint as a linebacker, just how impressive are, is that depth and what that line's being able to get done? I think that's been the biggest part for us defensively this year is uh, the amount of guys that we have that can rush the passer, and uh, they can all stay fresh because you can just rotate them in, you know, one guy after another, um, and they've done a phenomenal job all year long of getting pressure on the quarterback, getting us into good second third and long situations you know where they can come after them and so that's been it's been huge uh pro football focus does a rating you know of of rating players best based on grades and the guy that was fourth on the team in terms of overall grade was carl lawson mm-hmm. and here's a guy that as you mentioned you know his his main contribution has been as a pass rusher he was quote a linebacker but let's face it he's a he's an end rush guy you know yeah. there's no question about that but he can he he brings it now i mean He's got he, – he converts power to speed as well as anybody, but he's got, you know, a spin move. He's got a hump. He's got, you know, different things that he, that he can do and, and uh, fills that two belt up pretty quickly. Has he been as impressive to you guys when you watch tape on, on Mondays after a game as he has been watching him on Sunday? Yeah, he's, uh, he's unbelievable. It's funny because uh, you see him when he's in the facility. He's walking around. He's always doing – spin moves and going like this just on air he comes around the corner he's always doing working pass his hands moves. Yeah. yeah i mean the guy he's made it a craft and i mean you if you ask him anything about pass rush he could tell you or about a lot of tackles in the league he studies offensive tackles even guys he hasn't played against huh so it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal that's great yeah see no shortcuts to greatness you know <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah. you got everybody people don't realize they think oh these guys you know a great deal they go out and they play on sunday 
They have no idea the amount of hours that you guys put in during the course of the week. I mean, it's it's more than a nine to five job on most of the days, isn't it? Yeah, for most of the days, you know, I wake up. I usually wake up pretty early. I get there pretty early, you know, compared to some guys. But uh, get there around seven and leave around five, you know. So, it, you know, they they turn into long days, but it's not bad. Physical and mental challenges yeah. to those days, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Nick, you're you're a guy who takes a lot of pride. You you know your job, but you know you you want to know everybody else's job and responsibilities as well, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's what makes a good defense is when you have guys who understand the concepts yeah. and what the defensive coordinator is trying to get at and why he's calling plays in certain situations. Um, and I, you know, when you can understand what everyone's doing around you, you can understand where your help is, where you can miss, what what plays you have to make, yeah. where you have to cover, and stuff like that. So. I, I think uh, Paul Gunther is starting to get recognized around the league about how good a teacher he is. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned so many guys are involved rushing the passer. A lot of guys are rotating in the back end uh, in terms of snaps. A lot of a lot of guys playing on the defensive side of the football. It seems like 20 guys are playing, you know, at least double-digit snaps every single game. It speaks to how well Paul does teach, though, and that when guy comes into the huddle, it's like, I don't know if this guy knows what he's doing. Oh, no, you've already played here. I know what you're about. I know you, I can trust you. That's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's. I think we something as well this year, we got a lot of depth at a lot of positions and guys who can come in and play and that they'd have all year long uh, young guys all over the field, defensive line, corner, safety, linebacker. I mean, we got a lot of guys who they, they trust now that they can throw in there. Somebody gets dinged up or right. whatever. We can just put somebody in there and they can do the job. Dave mentioned pro football focus. You guys are evaluated by your coaches every week. Do guys ever look at pro football focus to see what they have on? Do you ever look up your numbers according to pro football focus? Uh, I never have. I don't know if other guys do. Usually we just get our coaches' grades, watch the tape, and then make your corrections and move on to the next week. So I can't speak for anybody else, but as far as me, no. Okay, one of the keys to to this week, I'm going to declare it early here on Monday night, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> radio show, Bengals line at the Holy Grail. Everybody talks about the killer bees with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, that's Ben, mm-hmm. that's Bell, that's Brown. And Bryant would be the fourth B. Mm-hmm. We got the vicious V's. We have Vontez, we have Vigil, we have Vinny. Vinny Re- <laughs> it's going to be the vicious V's taking down the killer bees when the Bengals go into Pittsburgh this weekend. Yeah, How about that? Nice. I like the it. The V's against the bees. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's – Bell is – ridiculous in terms of the it, it's almost like a perfect marriage because Mike Munchak their offensive line coach those offensive linemen they fit and finish because they just I mean they they churn their feet mm-hmm. I mean their feet are moving and and he is so patient you know letting them continue to sustain contact and and, and uh, you know run their feet and that's 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 almost like an art form not a whole lot of linemen are doing it as well anymore, are they? Yeah. I mean, they don't move their feet like this Pittsburgh Steelers group move their feet. No, I mean, they're the chemistry that they have with the O-line and Le'Veon Bell that, you know, those offensive linemen, they get on those D-linemen and they just stick on it forever. And it seems right. like he stays in the backfield for so long that somebody should come off and make a tackle. But right. just when somebody comes off, he finds the gap and he just hits it. And it's like nothing you've ever seen before. It is. It's like peanut butter and jelly. They're good apart, but they're better together. Though, yeah. You know, and that old line in, in Bell are playing. Mm-hmm. It's always about food, Lance. I was, I was going to make note of that, <laughs> yes, Dave. Uh, in terms of, of Bell's patience, going back to college, I'm not looking for a back that's as good as Bell, but from a patient standpoint, have you ever 
Have you ever gone against... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The back who's that deliberate in, in, in how he approaches things? I've never seen anything like yeah. that. In college or nothing, most running backs, they get the ball and they, they hit it downhill because if they don't, they get tackled for a loss. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying with their old line and him, the way that they've been able to make it work is you've never seen anything like it, I don't think. Yeah, so. he's, he's um, you know, the thing, too, is he caught over 70 balls last year. Mm-hmm. I think he was probably their their number two receiver. And, um, you know, he's just, he, he's unusual in, in the, number of, the number of touches that they, they get him. I, I, think, I think probably it's safe to say they're going to take a look at how they performed in, in, uh, in Kansas City. The week before, Ben threw the ball over 50 times. He had five interceptions, two pick sixes. Mm-hmm. Go to Kansas City. He throws it 25 times. Bell rushes it more than that. I mean, they carry it 36 times as a football team. To me, the killer bees start with Bell because, you know, he, he makes it easier for everybody else. If you can, oh, yeah. I think he's the head of the snake. If you can cut the head of the snake off and control Bell, I think everything else falls into place. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's how it is with most teams in the NFL. Um, if, you, if you can stop the run game and make teams one-dimensional to where they're, you get them into predictable downs where they're going to throw the ball, uh, you can put a lot of guys in coverage. You can bring the rush. You know, you can mix it up. But when you get a team who's running the ball and they're sec- third and two, third and three, you know, and they have every play in the playbook they can do, then, right. I mean, it makes it, tough to, it makes it tough to stop them. Guys, another timeout. Get a check on news. Much more to get to. Halfway home in this hour with Nick Vigil, our special guest. Bengals line presented by Bud Light. We're at the Holy Grail Banks on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and the home of the best Bengals coverage. News Radio 700 WLW. on News Radio 700 WLW. Bengals line from the Holy Grail Banks every week, 6 to 9 o'clock on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and News Radio 700 WLW. And Lance, it's time to show off your stripes this season. Visit the Bengals Pro Shop at Paul Brown Stadium or shop online at proshop.bengals.com. We, uh, we were talking with Alex about this in the last hour, and he, he mentioned it's Bengals, Steelers, it's AFC North, and, and I asked him about when it kind of hit him what this rivalry is like, and he said as practice week unfolded, he'd been through the other weeks, and it got to Steeler week, and he said he could tell the, the emotion was a little bit different for Steeler week. Did, did you sense that last year? Have you quickly developed an appreciation for this rivalry? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you can feel it throughout the whole building, you know, uh, and then when everybody's out there, even when you're watching film uh, and, you know, guys say stuff and, you know, it's uh, it's pretty exciting to be able to play in it. The, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line is uh, pretty highly acclaimed. You know, they, I, I think they're probably, in most people's opinion, in the top handful in the league. You know, you talk about 
Dallas. Dallas is a good group, but mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, uh, they, they play pretty well. And, and inside, you know, with with Pouncey and DeCastro, those two oh, pro yeah. bowlers, that's where it starts right there with those those two big uh, big horses inside. Do you feel like that offensive line is a cut above average? Oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, Pouncey is probably one of the most athletic centers in, in all of football, uh, the way he moves and is able to get up to the second level. Right. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And then DeCastro, I mean, he's, he's, he's big, he's physical, and he moves really well too. So he, that, it's a big challenge for us. When I was watching the game against the Chiefs, I mean, literally, um, they ran two plays. You know, I mean, they were just <laughs> – they were hammering the ball inside, and then they ran the counter, and they pulled DeCastro about 100,000 times yeah. it looked like. I mean, the guy, he logs some miles. They just keep pulling him. And, and honestly, Kansas City played it decently. They'd have an unblocked safety in the hole and Sorensen had missed. I mean, yeah. he's unblocked right there, and Bell would make a miss in a four-yard run, turned into like a 14- or a 24-yard run a lot. So it's not like Kansas City didn't know it was coming, and they, were, they had the call to make the play, but then everybody's got to execute, and Sorensen can't miss like that. You know, I mean, that's yeah, the that's, line. Uh, that's that's Le'Veon Bell. Yep. I mean, he, he he cuts. He, he has good vision, his patience. Uh, but you get, when you get a chance to get a get a shot on him, you got to be able to bring him down. Right. How um how big are emotions in, in a game like this in in terms of keeping them in check and not letting them consume you or at times, the Steelers have been known to try to get under other teams' skins and not let them get get under your skin. Yeah, that'll be big for us, I, you know, especially with the history between these two teams and you know what has happened in the past. Uh, that's something that we've got to really focus on and not, you know, not let our emotions get the best of us. That's going to hurt us in this game. So, it's funny watching you. You seem very, uh, you're a composed, you know, calm, uh, natured guy. But are you one of those guys where? People look at you and see that, but on the inside, it's like the ducks, you know, feet, feet underwater. They're swimming 100 miles an hour. You know, inside you're kind of like churning up pretty good, but you're you're very composed on the outside. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I get I get nervous and I get you know I get up for games and uh, but you know I like to try to keep myself pretty pretty calm. You know, right. people say what kind of music you listen to before the games, and I say I don't. I just try to just try to be calm and uh, and just go from there. So you know, I, people would say when you play, what was your mindset? And I, and I would say controlled rage. And yeah. they're like, controlled rage? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You're you're like geared up, but you can't be out of your mind. You know, yeah. have penalties and That's low assignments, wrong, yeah. yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So I guess you don't understand what controlled rage. You, mm-hmm. What I mean by that? But you know, people would look at me like, what are you talking about? How can you be in a controlled rage? Yeah. Well, not totally controlled, but, you know, but a, but controlled enough. enough. Yeah, enough, controlled enough, 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 right. Yeah. Take, us, uh, take us back to week one. Uh, although it was a loss, you recorded your first NFL interception. Take us through that play and, and what, what it was like to get on the board with that. I think, yeah, I think that was just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, Carl, I think it was Carlos or Mike Johnson, some, somebody on the D-line jumped up and uh, got almost batted it down, and I think it, you know, blurred the vision of the running back in it bounced off his chest, bounced up in the air, and I just happened to be in a good spot. So Diving was, interception, though. Yeah, it was. It was athletic. Yeah, it was, it was I guess, a little athletic. But <laughs> no doubt. Right place, Humble. right time. Humble. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. oh, how about your first quarterback sack? Take us through that one. Oh, well, that one uh, should have been a strip sack. I mean, the guy the guy didn't see me coming. They didn't even. Uh, you were a free runner? Free runner, free runner. You know, quarterbacks hold the ball right there. I think right. I just got too excited. Uh, you to, hit him to though. have a free shot. Yeah, I got a good hit on. You him, got but, a real good hit on. Him. But in, in that one, you know, you got to get the strip. So <laughs> maybe next time we'll see. Uh, you, got, you guys are. We talk about this every week. So and, uh, maybe we'll jinx it so it works your way. You guys are due to recover a fumble. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
it's got to be maddening because you, you guys have come close. You just haven't you haven't recovered. What's the streak like, Dave? At, uh, 16, 16 games. 16 games oh, of that wow. sport. How about that? Yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it's the longest streak since modern since the like 1930s consecutive <laughs> games without a fumble recovery. Oh, my heck. It's Shoot. crazy. I mean, well, it yeah, is, they, it's nuts. They can blame that one on me. Last game <laughs> against the uh, Bills, they knocked the ball out against Shady and it popped up and it was in the big pile and it went right through my hands really fell right down they got the ball and it was like it was wet yeah. out there though wasn't it yeah it was wet but i you know just saw the ball i should have had it, it just <laughs> unfortunate you know unfortunate. you look at it these two defenses here here's some of the Bengals numbers the Bengals right now second in the nfl in total yards defensively first in yards per play 4.2 yards per play i'm talking about pass and run not just run that's that's outstanding in the last two games you guys gave up 3.4 yards per play and 128 snaps. Oh. Unbelievable. That's good. Unbelievable. Uh, yards passing, less than 160. 159.6, second best in the league. Number one in yards allowed per pass attempt, 5.6 yards. I mean, and then the all-important, number two in points allowed. Pittsburgh's right there, you know, in, in a ton of categories. They're, they're number two in first downs allowed. They're number three in total uh, yards allowed per game. Number three in yards per play allowed. Uh, they're number two in yards per pass attempt. They're, you guys are right there, um, and they're number four in total points allowed. So it's, it's a couple of pretty good defenses going after each other. This could be one of those old-fashioned AFC North slobberknockers. Yeah, it's uh, going to come down to you know who can who can make a big play, who can get some turnovers, um, and then who can win the line of scrimmage. You know who, who who can establish a run game, who can stop the run game, and you know, it'll be a fun one. Yeah, guys, another timeout. We're rolling in this hour. Nick Vigil yes, is our special guest. It's Bengals Line presented by Bud Light. We're at the Holy Girl Banks on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and News Radio 700 WLW. on News Radio 700 WLW with the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. We're at the Holy Grail Banks. Three hours of all things Bengals each week for Bengals Live. Presented by Bud Light, Lance McAllister, Dave Lapham, and our special guest in this hour is Nick Vigil. He of he of 47 carries during his career yes. at Utah State. You need to convince um, <laughs> Kyle Kasky and Bill Lazor to let you. Uh, tote the rock once or twice what do you think no i don't think so no? I, I don't know how good i was at that so <laughs> those days were over those days right are now? over yeah. for sure of, of yeah. those four i meant to look this up of those 47 carries did you rush for any touchdowns uh i did i had a couple i mean two i think three i think three of them were touchdowns there you go Some short oh, yardage pretty good. Ones, so right. pretty good yeah you know you, you know you look at uh when when you go to a place like pittsburgh like you mentioned turnovers are mm-hmm. going to be a big factor in the game um, the Bengals have not won the turnover battle in any game they've been even and minus so a two and three record without having won the turnover battle if you guys can get on a nice run of winning the turnover margin I think that'll go hand in hand with making a nice run in terms of winning some streak uh, str- you know stringing together some victories right yeah I think uh, that's something that we as a defense got to focus on you know, better. I think we've done a good job of when we've turned it over, you know, stopping offenses. Yep. Uh, you know, sudden change. Yeah, sudden change situations. I thought we've done a good job there. But, uh, you know, in order to keep winning this league, you got to get turnovers. You know, that's one of the biggest deals. So that's something we got to focus on. Kevin Minters, one of the uh, the new guys in that linebacking core. Give us an idea of how he's fit in with you guys this season. I think he's done a good job. Uh, you know, he comes in in our, you know, when our, in our base package, you know, against, uh, against, against bigger sets against the offense. Uh, and I'll tell you what, he brings it. 
you know, as far as, you know, he, you know, he hits hard. You got, we always joke with him. He's got a big head. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he uses it to his advantage, man. He comes, he comes downhill and he, he smacks people. So it's, it's fun to watch him. We, we've talked a lot about uh, Le'Veon Bell, and rightfully so. But Antonio Brown, I mean, a lot of people think Le'Veon Bell might be the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think Antonio Brown might be the best wide receiver in the yeah. league. And they're, they're both in the same team. And, and you look at how Todd Haley is feeding them. Bell has more rushes than anybody in the NFL right now with 134, and uh, he's third in the NFL in rushing yards. And Brown, number one in catches, 48, number one in yards, 700 yards already receiving. Wow. 48 catches already. That's crazy. After, after six games. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's tracking for a ridiculous season again. And nobody has uh, has, has caught uh, more yard, for more yards in his first four years and more catches in his first four years than Antonio Brown. I mean, he's put up wow. put up ridiculous numbers. What is it about Antonio Brown that separates him from the norm? Uh, I think it's his, his his speed and his, his route running and the way that they use him in their system. You know, they move him all over the field. They put him in different situations to get matchups they like, uh, and they you can't really key where he's going to be on every single play. Um, and I think they do a good job with, you know, being able to run the ball that, you know, you got to kind of bring some more people down in the box. It opens it up for him. Uh, ben does a good job of, of looking off and coming right back to him and, and, uh, and getting him open. So, I mean, they, 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 you know, they got, they got some good players in this offense. They they do. Stop. How difficult does Ben's ability to, as big as he is, to extend plays and drag people and bend yeah. people out? How, how difficult does that make it? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he just he sits back there and you, you, you think you got him sacked and he, he breaks out of it and he moves around and then he breaks out of it again and he slings the ball downfield <laughs> for a big pass and it's like, dang, you know, you had him. Should have made it, but he didn't. So yep. you, you got to get him down when you get a chance. Yeah. You look at him, and really the only two players on the field bigger than him normally are your, your base defensive tackles. You know, what <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude's bigger than everybody else. You know, I, know. I mean, he's he one massive man. Hard to get that guy wrapped up and get get him on the ground. And that, I think that's a big difference. Uh, there were years where he was getting sacked 50 times. I mean, he was so confident that he could throw it. You know, and and, and you know let people slide off his body and not get sacked. He was getting sacked 50 times. Uh, two years ago, he was sacked 17 times. Last year, he was only sacked 20 times. So now, he's doing a much better job of getting the ball out of his hand. And uh, like you said, the weapons that he's got probably allow him to do that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the guys that got around him, they're able to able to get open quicker. Uh, and he's able, to, he's able to fire the ball in there. So, Guys, let's take one more time out. Head down the stretch. Final segment with Nick Vigil. We're live at the Holy Grail Banks. Bengals line presented by Bud Light. The First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and News Radio 700 WLW. Seven fifty-three on News Radio 700 WLW with the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Final segment of this hour, our second hour. Nick Vigil kind enough to hang out uh, tonight. Alex Erickson joined us in the first hour. We were talking uh, hunting with you earlier. Take us back to a, a young Nick Vigil in Plain City, Utah, because you did some rodeo, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Yeah, tell I did. us a little bit about it. Uh, well, you know, we did it till shoot, I can't remember how old I was. Um, but anyway, you know, we did it since I was. Just a little kid, you know, riding little bulls. Uh, and then, unfortunately, my brother got hurt. Ooh. You know, it fell off. He almost broke his neck. So wow. After about that. Your older parents, brother? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my older brother. And then my parents said, you know, that's, that's enough of that. You guys can't <laughs> do that no more. So started playing football. <laughs> Safer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So have you ever uh, have you ever bulldogged a steer? I never have, but that's something I want to do one of these days. I did. And um, 
I was, did? Yeah. I've never yeah, heard this did. story. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we went out to uh, Montana. Uh, Bill Kolar, who's now the defensive tackle or defensive line coach out in Denver, he went to Montana State. So he gets married, and I go out there in his wedding with my wife, and he goes, we're going to go to the rodeo. I'm going to introduce you to some cowboys. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go, and, and, this, and this cowboy goes, I want you to bulldog a steer. I said, I'm not jumping off a horse onto the steer. He goes, no, just on the ground here, you know, I'm going to show you how to bulldog them. <laughs> so all you have to do is twist the horns, and they follow their head, you know. Well, I twisted his horns into me. And oh, he, no. Right over me, man. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, it was man. all like soft mud. I mean, I was caked in mud. But that steer, man, he rolled over me. I'm like, uh-oh. Turning the wrong way. Yeah, I huh? turned the wrong way. Instead of turning his horns out, yeah, I turned him in. Yeah, you turn this way. Yeah. And nobody showed me. Nobody said, just turn his horns. I said, okay. Turn him and boom. That right sucker flipped right on top of me. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Oh, my heck. Yeah, it took funny. all my air out, I'll tell you that. That was almost a bad wedding. That's funny. Close. Yeah. yeah. That, shoot. And they're all laughing. The Cowboys are like, uh, city slicker. You know, <laughs> you don't know how to bulldog a steer. Nope. First time I ever bulldogged a steer, man. That's funny. That yeah, great. I've never done it, but hopefully one of these days I get a chance. So you. take us through what what was – it ended up, for those who don't know, Marvin, your schedule during the bye was what, and you guys were back at work today, correct? Yes. Yeah, take us through what, what the, the last few days was like. You, um, got, you got what days off? So we came in Monday, Tuesday, and then we Maybe were done we're Tuesday around 2.30. He let us out, but, the, you know, the deal was if we won the game, yes. then we'd, uh, we'd, we'd get Wednesday off. If we lost, then we had to come in on Wednesday, so thank goodness we won. There you go. Yeah, we were able to go, able to go home a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah, so I went home, flew home on Tuesday night, drove up to the Uinta Mountains, uh, got there around 2.30 in the morning. I hunted on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, came home Friday. You hunted all three days. Mm-hmm. Came home Friday, and then, yeah, I went to my little brother's game uh, on Saturday morning, and then, uh, yeah, I went to the Utah State game later mm-hmm. in that day, so it was okay. good. So how many hours were you out there hunting? And, and were you with other people, or were you just kind of like yeah, so thinking <laughs> your own thoughts out there all that time? No, some of my, uh, so my dad had been up there all week. He had been hunting up there all week, so he already had our horses and stuff up there, so I didn't have to pulled nothing up I had to bring him down because right. he, he coached my little brother's football team so so I but my cousins and uh, some of my uncles were up there you know hunting so it was good to wow. see all them guys so do you hunt elk in a big pack then or are you spread out or what how do you um, how do you go about I mean, hunting it, an elk it just depends we uh so a couple just a couple of us went, would go out in the morning you know we take the horses tie up somewhere and then uh we, you know we walk around push the mountains kind of kind of see what you can see you know that's it's usually how we do it so hunt all day and then come back and so how can you tell if an elk's in the area is like broken branches or you know? Yeah, I mean uh, you you know you'll see their you'll, you'll see their tracks and their and their scat and all that and you know you can see kind of where they're yeah meaning meaning feces yep meaning gotcha. that you know so you can see where they've kind of been uh, right so yeah they're kind now what of, when you say <laughs> morning what time are you out? Uh, I actually didn't wake up too early. I'd wake up around six yeah, yeah around six six thirty and then uh, saddle up the horse and, and head out. So. All right so you're up at six mm-hmm. on a horse hunting all day this is your bye week yeah what time did you go to bed at night um around 10 30 11 yeah just, well, that's just, good just, yeah, so you wasn't, some good yeah, rest. I, I yeah. wasn't a, i wasn't up too late i go to bed a little bit earlier i so. bet you're the only guy in the nfl that went elk hunting on the bye week <laughs> I, I don't think I, there's that might be i think that i think be. yeah if there's any others, it's not many. It doesn't no. take long to call roll on that one. I know. I tried to convince my brother to come home, but they had to go in on Wednesday. They, uh, had, they, they had their bye week this last week, too. So Really? Uh-huh. That's right. Buffalo did. They yeah, did they had their bye yeah. week. So I tried to convince him to, 
to, to come out, but uh, he, he stayed back with the wife. So All right. there you go. Buffalo. Our hour is up. This was a blast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. How about Nick Vigil, everybody? Sure. Yeah. Second hour down. Let's get a check on news. We'll roll on. It's Bengals Line presented by Bud Light. We're at the Holy Grail Banks. First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network and the home of the best Bengals coverage. News Radio 700 WLW. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.